You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. But, Sean, I wanted to move over to the starting rotation again because I just wanted to throw some of these numbers at you and ask you the question, can the Yankees become one of the best starting pitchers, starting rotations in baseball history? So here are some collective total ERAs from some of the best, who I think were some of the best rotations ever. So 71 Baltimore Orioles, obviously known for their 420 game winners. And yes, wins aren't everything, but that rotation still had a 2.99 collective ERA. 1988 Mets with Gooden, Cone, Ron Darling, 2.91 ERA with a 1.15 whip and a strikeout to walk ratio of 272. So obviously those are some dominant numbers and dominant arms. The Yankees right now compared to that 291 ERA have a 255 ERA, a 0.6 whip and a 5 strikeout to walk ratio. So they're better in every category, almost double better in strike to, strikeout to walk ratio. And then I picked the 1998 Braves because, you know, Maddox, Glavin, and Smoltz. And then they threw in uh, Denny Nagel and Kevin Millwood, who, you know, those – the Kevin Millwood ERA wasn't great. It was just over four. But together they had a 3-2-5 ERA and a 1-2-2 whip. The Yankees are better than all of them right now. And the Yankees were also – the Yankees also have a better collective ERA than the 2011 Phillies with Halliday, Lee, Hamels, and Oswalt. So, I mean – Two five five ERA. That's what almost a half a run better than the best numbers on this list in the Orioles and Mets. So even if the Yankees get a little worse as the season goes on, I think they can have a chance to be the best starting rotation of all time. Maybe one of them. I think they have a chance. I got to be fair though. I don't think it's going to happen because, like, we're getting into the harder part of like they haven't played through this that part of the season where the offenses are really clicking, right? Like the first two months of the season, the offense is usually a little bit down. We haven't really sustained an injury yet to the rotation, which, you know, it's, it's baseball. It's going to happen. You're going to have a starter that have, have to miss a few turns through at least one starter, maybe two, maybe three, who knows? So, you know, they've kept everybody healthy. They've played through the first two months of the season. The same reason I'm saying that I think judge really is going to have a chance the, you know, the, 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 Offenses are going to pick up a little bit in the, in the summer months, you would think, um, you know, so yeah, there's going to be a regression. I think they'll probably finish around three. Um, so they'll be in that range. Can they do it? Yeah. Do I think they're going to do it? Probably going to come up a little bit, I guess, not short, but high over the the all time record. That that's, that's my prediction. I'm going to, I'm going to say three, 3.0 on the nose. What's what, what are you thinking? Yeah, I would say I would say that's fair. I was going to say something like 3.08, 3.09 or something, which even right now with how the staff is is looking, I would take that in a second because if the Yankees, with the offense they have, and if that's the rotation ERA they finish with, 
I don't see how the Yankees don't finish with the best record in baseball because that is still an unbelievable number, especially when you think about, I mean, where Tyone was offseason surgery, Severino coming off Tommy John surgery, hasn't pitched a full season since 2018, Cortez coming out of nowhere. I mean, just so many improbable stories from this rotation that I would take that in a second. And uh, the rotation continues with Tyone tomorrow, as we record on a Monday. He takes game one against the Twins. And then Nestor in game two against Chris Archer. So, Sean, just real quick, what are you, uh, what are you seeing for this upcoming series in, in Minnesota? Three games set with, with the Twins after an off day on Monday. I'm I'm seeing the Yankees with um, another opportunity to 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 sweep. I don't I don't I'm not saying that's going to happen, but they're going to have the pitching advantage in every game. Um, they've been playing tremendous baseball. The Twins are scuffling a little bit. You know they're four and six in their last ten. And you know what? For all the crap that the people talk about, the Yankees haven't beaten good teams. The Yankees are ten and six against teams that are over five hundred. They're the only the only other team that has a winning record against. Uh, teams greater than 500 of the Rays. The Twins are 6 and 9 against teams over 500. The Central's overrated. They 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 get their record by beating up on each other. So, I look, Yankees have always handled the Twins well. The Yankees are going to have the pitching advantage in every game and you have your top 3 starters in in you know, Cole's pitching on Thursday and then you have um Nestor and and Tyone going feel super confident in every game. I mean, there's no reason the Yankees aren't going to take two out of three here possible sweep. Uh, I feel really good about, um, I feel really good about this series and I feel really good about the Yankees ability to play well against uh, teams that are over 500, especially a team coming out of the central of the twins who the Yankees have beat up. I'm really excited to see Sanchez and Urshela. And, and that that's kind of what I'm where, where I am with this, this series. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, this is a Twins team that actually lost a couple times to the Tigers last week, a team the Yankees just just swept out of the Bronx. But like the Yankees have their three best pitchers lined up for this series. You have you have Tyone in game one, Cortez in game two. He's going up against Chris Archer, who actually hasn't been terrible this season, but he uh, he allowed 22 hits in 19 innings in May. And then in his last start, which was against Detroit, just one run over five innings. So that's that's not bad. And then Cole goes up against Dylan Bundy, who's just been all over the place this season. I mean, one earned run in his first three starts of the season, then 15 in the next two. Then in his last two, it's been 10. He gave up five earned runs in two and a third in his most recent start, and that was against a powerful Blue Jays lineup. And the Yankees have similar pop in their lineup, so I don't see any reason why they can't get a nice comfortable lead for Cole and let him coast the rest of the way. But like you said, I'm, I'm excited to see how Urshela and Sanchez fare against their, their former team there. You know, those are guys that are, that are missed over here. Obviously Trevino has been such a fun story. So you haven't really thought about Sanchez much, but, and, and, and because of how good the catching defense has been, which is a huge improvement over Sanchez, you have to say, but 
Urshela was a super fun player who I miss watching, so it'll be fun to see them uh, back in action. I haven't really gotten a chance to watch much of the Twins this season, so it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see them too. Yeah, it, it'll be a fun series. The Twins have a lot of good players. Um, you know, I don't mean to disparage them. They, they're they are a good team, but I think the Yankees are a better team, and that the the rotation is lined up good for this series. So um, we'll see. I think as far as the belt goes, the championship belt, last series, I'm going to give it to Rizzo, man. He blew open the game in game one, hit a home run in game two, and then his base running, getting hit by the pitch and and then stealing two bases and then scoring. To, to me, that that he, he did a little something to help win every game last series, so I'm going to give it to him. This series, I'm looking at, I think, John Carlo uh, is going to, you know, he's back. He's going to find his groove. He's going to come up big. I'm, I'm picking Stanton for the belt against the Twinkies here. All right. I think I think that's a good pick for mine. I'm going to go with I'm going to stick with the rotation and go with Nestor. I think he does something something special this series and dominates the twins. They haven't seen him yet this season. So I think that'll be that'll be fun to watch. Probably get some some strikeouts at the expense of Sanchez or somebody else in that lineup. We'll see. But again, should be another good series for the Yankees expecting another series win and expecting to uh, be back here on Friday talking about another series victory. But to everyone listening to this episode, thank you so much. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Again, episodes twice a week, and we will talk to you after this series. See you later, everybody. Let's go Yanks.